Hey there, ACC fans. It is me, Kenton Gibbs, and I'm standing in for Candace Cooper. She is taking a week off of Locked On ACC, so you're going to get a ton of me. You're going to get a ton of me, ACC fans. I know I ain't as pretty as she is. I ain't as funny as she is, but we're going to roll it the best way we know how. We're going to do what we always do on Mondays, the good, the bad, the ugly from the Atlantic Games, which, I mean, there weren't many of, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. We're going to talk about uh, Florida State pushing Clemson late. We're going to talk about NC State's offense and what's going on there. Absolutely abysmal. Don't want to see it anymore. Need to turn away. Somebody told me that uh, NC State is now Iowa with Bo Jangles, and I, I, I haven't been able to unsee it ever since then. And we're going to talk about everything that you need to know going forward, looking forward in the Atlantic. So stick with us as we talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On ACC. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, listen, when I talk about the good from this weekend, some of the Clemson faithful may not like this, okay? And I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that because y'all know me. I'm going to tell you what it is, what it ain't, what it could be, and what it can't. And when I look at this, when I look at the current construction of the Atlantic, it seems to me that despite all the talks coming into the season, despite Devin Leary winning ACC preseason player of the year, despite all the votes NC State and Wake Forest got to potentially win uh, the Atlantic this year, it appears that it is another year where it is Clemson and everybody else. Now, normally, normally that is a terrible thing for the conference. I, I don't think that any conference would say it's good to have one team be head and shoulders above the rest to the point where you're like, oh, man, this is, you know, you can go ahead and chalk up an L when you see them on their calendar. However, this is where my good comes in. Florida State pushing Clemson. And it's not just Florida State because Wake Forest did as well. These teams pushing Clemson is objectively amazing for the conference. It's amazing for the conference. Even though these teams are still losing, them just being close. Them just making it a game is great for the conference. I'm going to remind you all of something that happened four short years ago, okay? There was a game in which Clemson beat an in-conference opponent 52-14. to 14. And I promise you, the game was not anywhere near as close as that score makes it out to be. And it's a 38-point spread. You understand? You understand? Travis Etienne had... 12 carries for 205 yards and three touchdowns in that game. I'm trying to tell you, these teams pushing Clemson, these teams making it a game with Clemson is absolutely, it, it is what we need to see from this, from these teams in the, in, in the Atlantic. It needs to happen. Syracuse is up next week. This is going to be a battle of two undefeated teams. Honestly, I'm I'm a little surprised that they didn't get college football game day. I'm a little surprised. I'm not going to lie to you because that's a that's going to be a matchup of I want to say top 15 teams that uh you're you're looking at where for whatever reason for whatever reason it's it's not going to be um at at uh Clemson. At, that's that is a little confusing to me. 
That is a little confusing to me. I understand that Oregon USC is a matchup of 10 and 12, but I mean, five and 14 ain't bad either. That's, that's nothing to scoff at either. So I, I'm a little confused here, but alas, it is what it is. Um, these teams playing Clemson close, very important. Very good for the conference. Like I said, Syracuse is up next. What would they do? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if they can do the same things in terms of pushing this Clemson team and keeping it close. But then again, who knows? Because none of us experts, none of us uh, big brains knew that they would be 6-0 and for the first time since the 80s. Uh, that, you know, none of us saw that coming either. And yet here we are. So more power to Syracuse, more power to the Orange. They're playing some really, really great ball right now. And so that is, uh, it's, it's going to be a, a fun time to see how that game goes down. But again, the good in this conference, the good from this weekend has to be Florida State not packing in. Because honestly and truly, they had the opportunity to. Like, this was a game where you are you find yourself down, I believe it was 31 to 14, or 34 to 14 going into the fourth. 34 to 14 going into the fourth. That is easily. Pack it up. Go ahead. Hey, man, we done already lost a couple games back to back. You know, we got two losses back to back. It's time. It's the, we, this is, you know, we thought we were for real. We were really pretenders. This is not, you know, we're not really, we aren't those guys. We tricked everybody. We can go ahead and pack it in. Now. This team did not do that. And again, them playing them, the nose playing the Tigers close is vital for the health of this conference. It's vital for the public perception of this conference. Because again, seeing one team whoop the wheels off of everybody every game that's bad ball. That's bad ball. That's something that you just you, – you never want to see that. You never want to see that because at the end of the day, when you have a situation like that where one team is head and shoulders above the rest, you're now relying on that team not only to do good things in the playoffs, but you darn near have to win it all for, for there to be any legitimacy of your conference. Remember now, the year that Travis Etienne did the whole 12 carries, 200 yards against a conference opponent – they ended up losing to LSU in the national championship. And what was the first thing that come out of come out of everybody's mouth? Oh, look, they're for the ACC is frauds. We all know it. Despite the fact that that same team that was allegedly frauds beat Ohio State, who had won the Big Ten championship in the playoff. So again, playing this team close, and I know close only counts in horseshoes. I'm not saying that these teams come away with wins for their personal program. No, 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 I'm just saying for the sake of the ACC at large, having these games be close, that's what you need. That is what is going to kind of make you look a little better in the public eye, kind of make you look uh, a little bit more legitimate. And and don't get me wrong. There will always be those people that regardless of what the ACC does, it will not be good enough, right? There will be those people that – you know, whether Clemson was winning every game by 40, whether it was Clemson, Florida State, like it was back when I played, whether it was a plethora of teams at the top clawing for these top spots. It did not matter because the results were going to be, well, the ACC just ain't good enough. If they don't win a national championship and win almost all of their bowl games, oh, well, the ACC is just a bunch of pushover. There is always going to be those people. That's fine. That is fine. 
even within the Power Five, we know that there's the hierarchy of SEC, Big Ten, everybody else. We know that. We're aware of that. And let's not play like the Big 12 or Pac-12 is included in that group with the SEC and Big Ten. They realistically are not. So um, we know that that exists and we know that those people are out there. But again, for the sake of the conference, Florida State playing them close, (laughs) you love to see it. You love to see it. And another thing you love to see is simply safe. Folks, the numbers don't lie. And in the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen simply safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 monitoring professionals who always have your back. And here's why I love it the 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home and can't be reached. Their monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize your perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So the next thing is the bad. And I, I, I touched on the bad a little bit in the opening here. And I understand that, you know, we, we've, got, uh, we've got homecoming season coming up and there's going to be, and we've got a lot of sports. We got, uh, the, uh, we got Aaron Judge breaking the AL home run record. We got the MLB playoffs. We got uh, basketball revving up and getting ready to get started. We got, we got lots of things. We got lots of things going on. Lots of stuff. Baby, I'm a football guy. I'm an Atlantic football guy. Where the 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 Atlantic drought, the absolute, the complete and utter lack of Atlantic football this week. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. These were not terrible games to watch. Uh, the Clemson game, Clemson got up early and, and they got out and, you know, it, Florida State made it respectable at the end. But at times that was tough to watch. The NC State-Syracuse game, every time NC State was on offense, you couldn't help but want to look away. It's it's not like a train wreck you want to look at. No, 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 not that at all. It's like uh, the uh, the trolley uh, the trolley dilemma that happens. Like you're watching that in real time. You don't want to look at it at all if you're a normal human being. Nobody wanted to watch NC State's offense at all. And so you come up out of that with a situation where you have two Atlantic games, neither of which are super watchable uh, at points. The, the the Atlantic playoff drought. What's going on, baby? We want to see. I'm I'm sorry, not playoff drought. The Atlantic playing drought. There just weren't enough Atlantic teams going on, and it's going to be the same way next week. Let's let's get that out the way now. Next week, there's only going to be uh, two Atlantic games as well, or two teams from the Atlantic. I'm sorry, two matchups that include teams from the Atlantic, or three rather. Uh, you've got Syracuse and Clemson, Boston College and Wake Forest and Louisville and Pitt, and that's it. Week nine forward, that's when you're seeing a a ton of games coming back. But this is where most folks are getting their bye week and all that. And a lot of these teams need their bye weeks. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that, right? Next week, NC State's going on bye week, and Lord knows they need it. 
Lord knows there are multiple teams going on by weeks these uh, weeks that they need it. But it's just tough. You know what I mean? It's just kind of tough to to watch around the the to watch around the country and see some other conferences having absolutely marquee matchups and a ton of football going on while we don't have it. And granted, I understand that's kind of how the uh, that's kind of how the bye week system works. And you know, the, some of the other conferences are just going to have their games or, or their weeks where there aren't many teams playing later on down the road or whatever the case may be. That's fine, but that's my only bad. That's that's my only bad for this week out of the Atlantic. Um, don't worry. When we talk about the coastal tomorrow, we'll we'll get into some some other things here. But for the Atlantic, just not enough teams uh, playing this week. And and again, not two games that were just absolutely great to watch. You know, I, I will tell you, I will tell you. Even as um, a former NC State defensive tackle, it was amazing seeing the environment in Syracuse. It was amazing seeing how passionate those fans were. It was amazing seeing them storm the field and all that good stuff uh, after, you know, winning the game. And and it, it wasn't about the fact that they had beaten NC State. I don't think that uh, this NC State team with a backup quarterback was that big of a win. It was the significance for their program of being 6-0 for the first time before many of those fans who hit the field, especially any of them who are currently undergrads or not any but a vast majority of them who are currently undergrad students were not born last time Syracuse was six and zero. Dino Babers and the, the commentators talked about this uh, during the game and immediately after the game, Dino Babers talked about wanting to get these guys to a bowl game as like, that was the biggest goal. That was the goal that he was very intent on. And to see that they have accomplished that goal in week six. Hey, that's, I I would not lie and say, oh, Syracuse needs to aim higher. And that was a terrible goal. No, for where Syracuse was, that is a good goal. That's a very good goal. And to see them accomplish it, to see everything go high did in terms of them storming the field, again, absolutely great. And that's why you got to love Atlanta football. You got to love it. Because next week, they're going to be two undefeated teams going at it in South Carolina. One of them has been a national championships. One of them, the bar is a 10-win season is just god-awful. The other storms the field for six wins. That's the beauty of the Atlantic. That's why you want to see more games going on. That's why you want to see all of this uh, great football because there is just so much intrigue and so much parity and so much difference from program to program, from week to week. Think about this, and I want you to really think about this in in a very, very, like, objective light, okay? Regardless of how you feel about NC State, think about where NC State was just two weeks ago. Just two weeks ago. Just literally after Devin Leary throws the touchdown against Florida State to, uh, I believe, Daryl Jones, isn't it? Jones, the the transfer from uh, Maryland. Think about where the program was and where folks were thinking this program was going in. And think about what happened a mere two weeks later. That's that's kind of that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And you got Wake Forest as always flying under the radar. Nobody wants to talk about Wake. Nobody wants to talk about how good they've been. And yet they keep chugging and pluck, just punching along. They just keep winning games. They keep doing the right things. So, you know, I want to see more Atlantic ball. I want to see more Atlantic ball. These next this week combined with next week are going to be tough because there's not a ton of Atlantic games on. But going forward after that, 
we will have jam-packed, nonstop, very crucial matchups all throughout the league. So that's that's what you want to see there. That is honestly and truly what you want to see in that case. And so um, the bad is that there aren't enough Atlanta games, but don't worry, that'll be over soon. We will not be seeing that too much longer. Um, and, you know, you can bet on that. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It's your number one source for your football betting this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball playoffs, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, folks, we're about to land this thing, but the ugly. The ugly, and, and y'all y'all got to know where this is going because I've already talked about the two other things that we discussed a little bit in the, uh, in the opener here. But I've got to talk about the ugly, which is NC State's offense. This offense is as disjointed, discombobulated, confused, fractured, as I have seen in some time. And again, when people said that, you know, NC State is, is just Iowa with, with Bojangles. It really tickled me pink because Iowa has had an offense that's in like the bottom, I want to say the bottom 30 or bottom 20 in the nation for the last few years. Now, that's impressive considering that there are 130 teams in the FBS. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why are you talking about Iowa stats and, and why they're bad? Well, because NC State has been – just, well, NC State's last performance was just as horrific. Oh, well, Ken, you're exaggerating. It's hyperbole. That's a good Syracuse defense. Sure thing. Sure thing. I'll give you that. I will give you that this Syracuse defense is good. They fly around. The mob is legit. They are legit. No doubt about it. But do you know who scored more than nine points on Syracuse? UConn. Do you know who scored more than nine points on Syracuse? Virginia. Do you know who scored more than nine points on Syracuse? Purdue. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm I'm here to tell you today, okay? Syracuse's defense is good. I'm not arguing that at all, at all. They did a number on Louisville in that first game. However, the reality is, of all the teams that they played, there are only two that they kept from scoring touchdowns, Wagner and NC State. And on top of that, let's talk about the fact that NC State and, and why this offensive performance is so bad. They are quite literally the only team in the ACC right now, Atlanta or Coastal, with a winning record that has dropped a, any game of single-digit offensive production. I don't know what this is. I, I understand that you lose the preseason ACC player of the year, and that hurts. But to see the offense, again, be this disjointed, this discombobulated, to see uh, us not have anything in sync in terms of when Jack Chambers makes a good throw, uh, Thayer Thomas just can't get his feet down. 
when wide receivers do get open, Jack Chambers is overshooting them. When we do get in the situation where we're fourth and goal at their two or three yard line, we kick a field goal instead of saying, hey, this, this is a moment where State has to go for it. Instead of Doran saying, this is a moment where we have to get in the end zone. It's, well, we're, we're close. We're close, and I'm going to just trust that we'll be close. Yeah, okay. To say that this showing was disappointing is an understatement. And I'll say this. Coach Doran's a lot nicer of a guy than me. He's a lot nicer of a guy than me. Because I promise you, I promise you, I pro- as sure as as sure as the sun rises on the east and sets on the west, I would have gone right up to Tim Beck after the game and say, hey, hey Tim, man, it's been great. It's been it's been real good. Uh, let me just let you know, this was your last day with the program. You know what I mean? You don't you don't got to worry about getting on the plane. You know, what I mean? we will we'll give you the money for a ticket wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do. But uh, you know, you can get on the plane with if you if you want. I'm not barring you from the plane. I'm just saying. If you didn't want to take the plane with us, we wouldn't be upset at you. But uh, we're going to start the search to replace you effective immediately. Immediately. Because, again, this offense, I I truly don't know what to make of it. I truly don't. When you think of an offense scoring nine points, you think to yourself their defense didn't do much, probably didn't generate turnovers and put them in good position to help them out. Wrong. Two interceptions. And one of them actually put NC State, I believe, in at their uh, – I believe one of them was was fairly deep and it was in the end zone. So that got the ball out to 25. But I believe the other was at about the 30. Maybe it was a 25 or 35. I'm not sure. Either way, you cut it or slice it to have your defense forcing turnovers. And you still cannot generate anything more than nine points. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what has happened, but that team in Raleigh needs to get it together. They need to get it together because that's losing your starting quarterback is a big blow to almost any team in the country. But the reality is this bye week, they need to get their minds right and get back focused because if not, this, this bye week can be a crossroads where this team can respond the right way and make sure that they come out and don't lay an egg offensively like that again, or this team can pack it in. And all of those high hopes that everybody came into the season with can end with another North Carolina team barely making a bowl game. We saw it last year in Chapel Hill, and it's very possible we see it this year in Raleigh. So it's it's up to this team who they want to be. But again, the good, bad, and ugly, the good. Teams pushing and battling with Clemson, Great to see the bad. We want more Atlantic football. We understand that the bye weeks are necessary and these teams need to recharge and get healthy. But man, we want more Atlantic football. The ugly NC State's offense. I mean, man, that thing was ugly. That thing was tough to watch. I never a great time. Anywho, we thank y'all so very much for coming out, ACC fans. I'll be here all week filling in for Candace Cooper. And don't worry, the only reason I didn't have a, a co host today is because normally. I'm Candace's co-host on Mondays. So, you know, I, I had to do a little bit of, of uh, monologuing and talking to myself here. But the rest of the week, there will be the regular cast of characters, the usual suspects rolling on through. You'll just see me instead of Candace. Peace and love, y'all. 
You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 